Welcome back to Nostalgia Entertainment System, the podcast about remembering things. I'm your host, Josh. I'm Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi. Hello. I am going to make up for not having a guest today by speaking very slowly so I can take up the time that I would use and also... The time a guest would use. Perfect. That's great. How are you doing today, Paul? I am. (laughs) You're slurring a little bit. Yeah, apparently (laughs) slow for me means drunk and also a little bit like Borat. (laughs) I am. I am good. (laughs) Yep, we uh, don't have a guest today. Had some scheduling stuff happen and so that will be an episode for another time another time i also so i i have i don't think i've been super secretive about wanting october to have been a goosebumps month you know what's really interesting Mm -hmm. so many people that i have offhandedly asked like hey did you read goosebumps as a kid a lot of people didn't yeah i didn't i can't It was so popular. I can't believe that no one read Goosebumps. I know. I mean, it it was very popular. I definitely knew kids who did it, and we had a ton in the library. I know. I was like, and I, I have, I can't believe that I am the only one, or I've only found one person that has read a goose, like one Goosebumps book. We should. Speaking of that, we should uh, order some of those books, or I guess we could go to the library. Yeah. I don't know where. I don't know if I want to check out books. Yeah. Children's books from the library. I mean, here, here's the thing. I don't think we're going to have a whole month. I think it's just going to be the one episode. Okay. Um, and I found that on archive.org, someone has uploaded scans of all the Goosebumps books. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I hate reading a book on a computer, though. Okay. Well, then you can go check it out from the children's section at the library and be a creep. I wonder if I can find a kid to go get it for me. <laughs> I'll buy them a beer or something. <laughs> or some cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, that's true. Because I've been reading, I've been reading a lot more manga lately, mm-hmm. and I, I like, I, I subscribe to the Shonen Jump app, and so I'll read it on my iPad or my phone sometimes. But it's not the same as having like a book. No, no, I, I can't do it. I, I can like read like a couple paragraphs on a screen, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I think it would be a lot harder to read like a book book on, on a screen. You mean like scans of it? Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be challenging. It's a lot easier uh, with manga because most of it is pictures. Sure. Yeah, I could see that being, you know, making a little more sense. But also like uh, what really helps is the fact that you can hold it in your hands, right? Mm-hmm. Like sitting like at a desk and reading a book, I fucking sucks. Yeah, it's weird. And it hurts your eyes too. Like reading a book is kind of nice because it's kind of like relaxing for mm-hmm. your eyes in a way. Yeah, I've been wanting to get like, a, I, I went to Target yesterday Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to see if they had any uh, clearance college stuff. Oh, yeah. Because they had some, like, nice, like, folding, like, bucket chairs. 
Oh, like, oh maybe some of these are on clearance, but they were they cleared out all their clearance stuff. It's too it was too late. Damn. Probably should have went like at the beginning of this month or maybe even like a week ago because now it's all it's all Halloween stuff. And in the very back corner of Target is like an eight foot section of Christmas already. Wow. Christmas? Yeah. I was like, oh my God. It's already here. Seems a bit presumptuous. Just like, hey, here's some Christmas stuff. When there's just like a bunch of Halloween costumes. But yeah, I wanted to try and find one of those bucket chairs because uh, it'd be nice to have like a little reading chair in here. Yeah, that would be nice. I started to stock my shelf full of manga. Oh, I've yeah. Bought, I've bought a new one that's on my desk right here. That's and a I, big book. Uh-huh. Dude, that's a big book. It's berserk. <laughs> it's got a parental advisory sticker on it. <laughs> on a book? Really? Yeah. The, what Literally, the fr- do you want to see the first page? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Literally, the first page is the main character uh, fucking someone. Oh, wow. And then that person turns into a demon, and then he kills her. Okay. Some light reading? Uh Uh-huh. That happened to me once. It sucks when it happens, doesn't it? Yeah. Done it? (laughs) Done it? (laughs) (laughs) What is is done it? I think it's doesn't it. I know, but like... just really just... Done it. Done it. (laughs) It kind of felt like uh, I was trying to say in it, but in I just it. fucked it up real bad. <laughs> yeah, your catchphrase, in it. Yeah. I'm British, in it. <laughs> Get a load of me fish and chips, eh? In it. In it. <laughs> Done it. Done it. In it. Yeah, who knows? So yeah, instead of uh, having a guest today, Paul and I are doing a little movie thing, mm-hmm. which was a struggle for me because I famously do not watch... Nor do I really enjoy movies. Yeah, that's which, true. Oh, there is some movie news, though, that I'm sure you saw. I, yes, I would love to talk with you about this. Okay. I think we both, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. We are, of course, talking about the announcement as of yesterday mm-hmm. when there was a Nintendo Direct and they, uh, Mr. Miyamoto himself, uh, Mario, the father of Mario, uh, announced some details about the upcoming Super Mario movie. Um, which is coming out holiday 2022. And in it, they, in it, in it, <laughs> and in it, they, uh, Mario done it. Mario done it. Mario done done it. And they uh, revealed the voice cast yep. of the Mario movie. Yeah. And it, it is. is the strangest casting I have ever seen. I mean, it's, it's strange for what I think everybody would imagine for a Mario cast, but knowing how movies are cast, it makes perfect I know, sense. but here's the thing, right? And this this kind of goes into a whole lot of other things, but I guess, first of all, we should say what the casting is so far. Yeah. So, for Mario is voiced by Chris Pratt. Yep, which is, I mean, I think Chris Pratt, you know, he's got some funny stuff. I don't give a shit about how, like, are you fucking kidding me? Chris Pratt, like... When that was, sh- I was, I was here when that direct, I was watching it live mm-hmm. and the minute I saw Chris Pat, I just like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I could not believe it. Well, Josh, you know, they said the same thing about Heath Ledger as Joker. I guess so. Maybe we'll get a Joker, Mario. Maybe. <laughs> that would be great. Mario has just a mushroom tattooed on his forehead. Yeah. Um... We have Charlie Day as Luigi. Mm-hmm. Which I think that could work. That I seems think, pretty good. I think that's fine. Here's the thing. Out of all the people casted, Chris Pratt's the only one I have a problem with. 
for the sole reason that Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario for 30 years, is just, he's just there. And then you choose not to use him, you know? Well, that's the guy who does the, like, the... But the thing is, is that if you go to, like, Nintendo, like, like if you go to, like, the Nintendo store in New York or the Nintendo store in Japan, Mm -hmm. I guess mostly in New York, I don't know who the Japanese voice actor from, it might be the same, but there are, like, interactive displays where you can, like, interact, quote-unquote, with Mario, and he will speak full sentences to you. They've done events at E3 where you can interact with Mario and Charles Martinet is in like a little booth behind the screen and he will speak full sentences to you. So there is there's precedence for Mario to not only wahoo and they chose Chris Pratt. I don't know that. I mean, honestly, Mario's voice is like a whole movie. That would be kind of annoying, I think. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, t- I mean, I guess I don't even need to. I mean, also, just, I guess movie. imagining just like I don't know that much about Mario. You know who it should have been. Should have been John Leguizamo and uh, Bob Hoskins. And Bob Hoskins. <laughs> they should have just brought those two back. That, that would be great. I would have loved that. Uh, Queen's Gambit is Peach. Mm-hmm. Um, Anya Taylor Joy. Uh, Keegan Michael Key is Toad. Is Toad, which I, as much as I would love Keegan Michael Key to do to do the Toad voice for the whole movie, <laughs> that that would honestly be very funny. I also think it'd be funny if he was just himself. I feel like that's what they're gonna do. It's gonna feel so weird for Toad to like just have a grown man's voice. Just have a gro- to have his voice and like his like intonations and how he speaks. I'm just really imagining Toad uh, with like the cadence of Obama's anger translator, <laughs> which I think would be really funny. That would be good. Uh, Jack Black is Bowser, which I think is great casting. Yeah, I have no problems with that. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong, which I also think is great. Yeah, that that could work pretty well. Um, someone who I didn't recognize was Kamek, which I can't. I get. I guess Kamek's a main enough character to have a role in the movie. Uh, who's that? Kamek is the flying Koopa wizard. Oh, okay. Fred Armisen is someone I can't remember who. Cranky Kong. Cranky's in it. I didn't even think Cranky was part of the larger Mario universe. I thought he was very specifically a Donkey Kong thing. I don't know. I'm glad Cranky Kong's going to be in it. That's uh, Fred Armisen. I'm fine with that. Yeah, like, I. It's it's so weird. Josh, did you? You're off Twitter now. I am off Twitter, and I. This is so such a niche thing now that we've like wandered into that I don't know. I don't know if anybody else besides you and I are going to care about this. Maybe PJ. But yesterday, Mike Mitchell posted a picture of Boo from Nintendo, <laughs> and he said, excited. Oh. Right? Like, that's it. Does I, that mean that Mike Mitchell is going to be in the Mario movie? If, if so, that would be great. I know. That, that would, I would go see it, absolutely. I, would, I mean, I'm, I'm going to see this movie anyway, but I would love... Like, Again, I have a feeling it's like, oh well, maybe Boo's gonna be the best part of that movie. Yeah, just like, just like uh, Tomorrow War, just like Tomorrow War, which where... another Chris Pratt movie, so it kind <laughs> of makes sense. I but... mean, <laughs> yeah, maybe they're just like, uh, maybe that's the duo now is Chris Pratt and Mike Mitchell. But it's like Chris Pratt right in front center, right front center, and then Mike Mitchell a little bit off in the background, yeah, off in the background, and there's but a he's whole... still there. He's and there, there. Are, he's there, and they're a duo. Yeah, I mean, I, I really hope that he's in it. That would be great. I yeah. I don't know why else he would have posted that unless he's just fucking unless, with people. That, that doesn't that, seem like him, though. 
It doesn't, but it also kind of does. Yeah, if he came out and said it like, yeah, I got a bunch of idiots real like into the Nintendo stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That was my Mike Mitchell impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, it's going to be... Here, here's the thing. As of like 2016, mm-hmm. I feel like Nintendo's selling out. Yeah. Which kind of annoys me. I'm surprised they didn't sell this to Disney. It's Illumination. It's Illumination. It's the Minions. Yeah, it's gonna. It, that makes me feel like it's gonna be bad. <laughs> that alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, as much as I love Minions. Yeah, I don't know. Like the thing that has, like, I, I've come to realize, and it's kind of a sad thought, is that I think I'm really starting to like outgrow Nintendo, mm. which is like kind of. It's like I, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know what it is because every time there's a new announcement for a new game or like there's whatever for like, hey, look, new Nintendo stuff, I am never as excited about about that stuff as I was when I was a kid. Like when I was a kid, like right when Twilight Princess, Zelda Twilight Princess was coming out, I was just like, oh my God, there's going to be a new Zelda. And this was at the time when I had played a bunch of older Zelda games and this was like the first new game coming out. Since I like declared like Zelda is my favorite game franchise, and this was the first new game to come out. When did you declare that? Where were you? Like eighth grade. Like a were you playground. in school and you like, shouted on the rooftops? Oh, on the rooftops! I was gonna say a soapbox. No, I was on the roof. I love Zelda. Um, marry me, Zelda. <laughs> but ever, I, there, it just doesn't. I just I'm not excited about it anymore, and I don't know why. It's it's kind of sad. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I get that. I, it's, I don't know. I'm, I I also think part of it is that Nintendo is very like they they they're not move they're they're not changing is I think a lot of it right like they're not evolving. They're not evolving like the Pokemon. Yeah, like they they're or making Darwin. games for the same target demographic, which I'm sure you know it's like. We want to make games for everyone, but everyone also includes little children, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's something about that where, like, I can see the charm behind a lot of these games, but I'm just like, I just can't get excited over this stuff. And I, I don't know. There's so – I was looking through some Reddit comments uh, against my better judgment about the uh, announcement for Nintendo 64 games that are coming to Switch Online, mm-hmm. which is a really scummy thing for them to do, to just like, hey – if you want to play these Nintendo 64 games, you need to pay an extra membership. Oh, that is annoying. So you need to pay for membership for like their online membership, which gives you access to online features. And you also get access to select NES and SNES games every month. But then if you want to play the N64 and also Sega Genesis games, which they're adding, you need to pay an additional fee. Which wow. is like, what? Just include it all together, you know? And then as a, there's so many people that are just like, I'm so excited. I, I, I'm, I can't believe how many times I came when they said that they were going to add Nintendo 64 games to the to Nintendo Switch. And like I look at the library and I'm like, I, 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 don't, I still don't see the value of playing this on my Switch as opposed to just emulating them or just fucking buying the cartridge, right? You know, it's like, sure, some of these are going to be expensive, but also... Are you playing this because you just want to replay it? In which case, just emulate it because you're not 
keeping the game. You are beholden to a service, right? Yeah. Once the switch which is, is just gone, how everything is now. It is like once the switch is gone, you're going to lose an N64 game. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 hard for me. And like the library is also games where it's like I I don't know. I'm not excited about Ocarina of Time. I've played it like three times. Like I don't need to play it again. And if I want to play it again. I'll either emulate it or play it on my 3DS because that's a better remake. I don't know. There's a lot of things where it's like, I just, it's, it's sad that I can't get excited about Nintendo things anymore. You're growing up, little baby Josh. I'm growing up. I'm almost 30. And that yeah. means I can't be excited about Nintendo. You can't be excited about Nintendo and when like, you're over 30. As cool as it is, it's also like, I I would go, but I'm not, I'm not like chomping at the bit to go to Super Mario World theme park or whatever it's called mm-hmm. right it's like i of course i'll go and maybe i'll have a good time but like it's it there's there's no there's no like real child excitement to want to go to someplace like that it, it, if there was another franchise that i currently really like then yes i'm like oh fuck yeah i'll go to final fantasy land but i don't know it's it's a sad thing growing up mm-hmm. no and i feel like a lot of people like when they start to feel like that like sometimes when they have like a kid who gets really into it it kind of like when you like can kind of like experience that like through like a like a kid's eyes, you're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this actually is like still like really fun. But so I guess you just have to have a kid. Okay. Yeah. I'll go find one, wrangle one up. Cool. I'll let Caitlin know that you're expecting a child. Mm-hmm. I'll go find one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish that that was what people meant when they said that we're ex- like we're expecting like we're expecting we're expecting a kid to turn the corner. We're just going to nab him. Expecting a child somewhere. Yeah, that's a. Uh, Wild movie movie stuff. That is wild movie stuff. Speaking well, of more wild movie stuff. We're going to watch Wild Wild West. Right after this break. Bye. The science fiction thriller RoboCop. This week on Siskel and Ebert in the movies. This week on Siskel and Ebert in the movies, the science fiction adventure RoboCop. Do that again. <laughs> Very funny, Donna, and you're my friend. That's the last time you'll ever enter my home. You know that for Jean, speech is a second language? Roger's uh, first language is, yes, I'll have apple pie with my order. He asked the McDonald's girls if he can have apple pie with their order before they ask him. And you know what Gene says when he goes into McDonald's? Can I have apple with their order? (laughs) (laughs) Roger is the only guy in the history to ever answer yes to every question he's asked at McDonald's. Want some salad with your apple pie? Want some french fries with your salad? Want some hamburger with your french fries? Want some shake with your... <laughs> Want some shake? Want some shake? I knew Gene... Anything. I knew Gene couldn't sustain that string for long without a grammatic I error. don't know how many items there are, but they've worked him through the whole yeah, fucking menu. Right. Gene he was set in there a record. Gene was he in the set other a day. record. He ordered every fucking thing they have. He ordered a cone and a sundae. Now, the other day, Gene was in there, and the little girl said to him, would you like some french fries with your order? Or Gene's answer was... No, maybe. Other, other, up, up, dude. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. And then he walked out. Oh, they said, you know what they said? They saw Roger walking and they said, one of everything to go and one of everything to stay here. When they saw Gene walking in with a little, uh, little kid behind the counter called for the manager and said, Mr. Jones, can you come out here? You can understand Mr. Cisco, can't you? <laughs> I can't ever understand anyone he's ordering. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What will you have, sir? Uh, 
Quarter. Pound or quarter? Pound or quarter? Up. 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 Quarter pounder. Uh, cheese. No cheese. Cheese. No cheese. They asked Roger, do you want um, cheese with your cheeseburger? He said, shake yes. Milk. Shake milk. Shake milk. <laughs> shake milk. Shake milk. <laughs> Uh, what would you like? He goes to Burger King. What would you like on it, sir? The following. <laughs> <laughs> they asked Roger what they I'll have the following. And another thing. <laughs> and another thing. Pickle. They asked Roger what they now, like on his burger. He yeah. says, salad, cherry pie, and a Coke. Well, on the burger. With all due respect. <laughs> with all due respect. I know. I know. Come on. There we go. <laughs> this week on Cisco and Ebert in the movies, the science fiction adventure Robocop. And Michael Keaton's new come. Okay. Okay. Are you ready to start again? Yeah, we're so old now. We took a break for a thousand years. Right now we're decrepit. Oh, we're like that old lady in that SpongeBob show. I'm dried up. Just like SpongeBob on the beach. That I actually, that episode is very funny when the they like go to that old lady's house and they're like, "Is your mother home?" And then <laughs> her mother is actually home, and she's. Do you not know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know SpongeBob. Oh, I didn't was, have Nickelodeon. I didn't either. But this one was like one of the first. It was like the episode where they're selling chocolates. <laughs> okay, well, let me explain the plot of this to you. It's Here, very okay, funny. Let me let me tell you what I know about SpongeBob, right? Yeah, okay. Well, I, I guess maybe not know, because I, I know a handful of things about SpongeBob, but the only episode I remember watching is the episode where uh, SpongeBob paints Mermaid Man and Barnacles, Barnacle Boy's invisible car black. <laughs> and here's the thing. For whatever reason, I became so paranoid about invisible cars. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. I, I was like probably 12 at the time. Yeah. But I was just like, I remember like after watching that episode, I, I think I just like rented a VHS tape from, from Super One. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, I've never seen SpongeBob. I guess I'll rent this and see what SpongeBob's all about. Um, at that point, I was probably too old. Because I was like, eh, this is fine. Yeah, it's but definitely I, one of those things that you get nostalgic for. Yeah, but I, I remember after watching that episode about the invisible car, I had to go check the mail. I had to cross the street, and I was like, <laughs> there's no cars here. I was like, oh, boy, well, what if there's an invisible car that comes and hits me? What if there's an invisible car? Anyway, that's, yeah. Um, honestly, I think we should just watch it right now. I think we should just pull it up on YouTube. What am I looking up? Um, I would type in... <laughs> SpongeBob selling chocolates to old lady and mother. SpongeBob selling chocolate. Chocolate with nuts? Uh, there might be nuts. I don't remember. Oh, I've seen I've seen this lady before. Yeah. I, I want to... Here, I'm going to come over to you. One eternity later. There's something about cartoons from that time where... You really could just make the most vile, disgusting-looking <laughs> characters, and they would be fine. I honestly, I think that is maybe. I think that's my favorite thing on that show ever. Just the, yeah, the, the, that joke is so good. Like an old lady is your mother home? Yes. Ma! <laughs> terrible. A terrible worm. worm in a wheelchair just comes up. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so good. Disgusting. It really is. <laughs> 
Anyway, we're here to talk about movies. Yeah. In in line with at least me not coming up with any original ideas for this show. Uh, one of the podcasts that I uh, listen to, watch, I guess watch because it's on YouTube. Um, Joe Rogan's podcast. It's the Joe Rogan experience. Mm-hmm. Um, they will do like three by threes for like video games, movies, manga, anime, etc. And so what they'll do is they'll just come up with nine, nine of that thing. And then they'll just like, here's the nine things that I have. And then they just talk about that thing. It's a very simple format. It's like, you know what? We'll do it. We'll do it for this because we had to quickly come up with an episode. And so I was like, well, we'll do a movie one because it's easier for Paul. I love movies. Yeah, I can talk about movies I I like all day. Here's the thing. I struggled so much with coming up with nine Movies. I had to like. I mean, nine is a pretty big amount for like favorite movies. I yeah. Like. Or, or for me, or for me, just like nine movies. I had to Google movies and t- like try and jog my memory of what I've seen. I mean, I I also did that. Not just well. I mean, I can list like tons of movies I've seen, but I like to look through lists and be like, which ones do I really like? Because you know, sometimes you'll like look through a list and it'll jog your memory. And be like, oh, I've seen that and I really liked that. You know. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, would you like to go first with your three by three? Sure. How, how are we going to do it? Are we going to alternate or am I going to go through all nine? I think you can just go through all nine and then we'll just talk about yours for a bit. And then I'll go through all of my nine and then we'll talk about that for a bit and then we're done. Okay. Uh, mine. Oh, that's my grocery list. <laughs> <laughs> it's like bread, <laughs> turkey. Oh, wow. I don't remember seeing those movies. I also like mine are also listed in no particular order. It's just okay. nine. That, so. That's how mine are as yeah. well. So the first one that I wrote down, which... It might be my favorite movie of all time. It's definitely up there. Um, Fargo. Fargo. Yeah. Mm. Have you seen Have you seen Fargo? Nope. I honestly thought it was just a TV show. No. So there originally it was just a movie um, by the Coen Brothers. Mm. It's got Francis McDormand, um, Steve Buscemi, and William H Macy, and a whole bunch of other people. It's It's really really good. It's like just like a classic like. Coen Brothers style of, you know, something where it's like kind of dark humor and there's, you know, murder and violence and, you know, money and thieving and stuff like that. Mm. But all of it takes place in uh, like right on the border of North Dakota and Minnesota. So like there's all like these just like really nice, like little charming, you know, like characters who are just like, oh, we all talk like this, you know, <laughs> and but they're talking about things, you know, like murder and like, you know, like stealing money and stuff like that. And it's mm. it's really good. I mean, it's it's really funny. Steve Buscemi is like really really good in it, and he's just a really obnoxious, annoying character. Mm. Um, yeah, Francis McDormand plays the poli- chief of police who's like pregnant, and it's it's just like a, a perfect. <laughs> it's it's so good. How does this relate to the? There is a TV show, right? There is. How does this relate to the TV show? So it's kind of there's not like any of the same characters or anything like that. Um, the so how the movie relates to the TV show, and I have not actually seen the second, or I've not seen the third or fourth season of the TV show. I've only seen the first two seasons. Which, by the way, some of the best TV I've ever seen. It's fucking oh, really, so you like really the TV good. show also? TV show is really really good. Um, so the first season relates in that there's a character who finds. So in the movie, um, one of the characters hides a big stash of money, and that money like stays hidden for the until the end of the film, like nobody finds it in the movie. Um, And in the TV show, there's another character who finds that money and then like buys a bunch of stuff with it. And that's like how he like built his business empire. Uh Um, 
And then just the second season is just takes place in that same town as the first season, but that character is not in it. So mm-hmm. really there's just like a very loose connection. It's just of a setting, right? That money. Yeah, pretty much. Just the fact that it takes place in Fargo. I um, see. Mostly even just like in and around North Dakota and Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily specifically in the town of Fargo. Okay. Um, some of it is, but not- Is that all. actually where Fargo is? North Dakota? Well, like on the border? Yeah, well, really, oh. really close to the border. Oh, it's probably okay. like a two-hour drive, I think, between, I want to say it's Duluth and Fargo. Mm, I know nothing about North Dakota's geography, other than I think Bismarck is in the middle. Yeah, we drove through it, remember? Yeah, we tried to go to the UFO restaurant, then they were closed. Yeah. What a, what a sh- uh, The other thing, too, is like there was no fast food. We were in Bismarck, right? Isn't that the capital? There, there was no hardly any food of any kind that we could see. Like, what, <laughs> do they all eat oil? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> the, one, the one interesting restaurant with clothes like, okay, well, we can't eat here. Let's at least look for like a McDonald's or a Subway. And there were none. There, we found a Subway in the mall eventually. Did Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we, like, we, we I think we tried looking for a McDonald's. Like, well, there's none. Mm-mm. Like even on our way out of town where you would most likely find fast food. Yeah. There was none. And There's so was, like, we went to the mall, got Subway. That was it. Yeah, it was underwhelming. I really, mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that UFO restaurant. That sounds fucking awesome. I would have loved to have eaten there. Yeah, it would have been probably bad. Well, I don't know. It, it could have been great. It could have been terrible, but it would yeah. have been UFO themed. A UFO themed. And I could I don't remember if they were closed that day or if they were permanently closed. I th- I don't think we could tell. It either, it looked like they were either permanently closed or they were renovating. Oh, right. And it was, yeah, it wasn't going to be open. Didn't they, didn't the front of that store or like restaurant also have like a crashed flying saucer in yeah, it or something there, yeah it did there was like a um, maybe that's why they were closed <laughs> it was a real it was a real spaceship yeah that crashed into the building and we were just like oh fuck it's closed and I can't believe away. they're closed and there's a little alien running around there was, watching they us. had a picture of an alien in, 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 in the restaurant yeah uh, unbelievable um, so my next movie yeah uh, another Coen Brothers movie and this this one makes me sound like their most basic like Missoula guy <laughs> But Big Lebowski, I, <laughs> I've i seen that movie so many times, and it's so good. It gets better every time I watch it, I yeah. swear. Yeah. Mm. I, I love the Big Lebowski. I've seen that movie once. Mm-hmm. It was shortly after high school, and I was hanging out with one of my friends. And this was the time when I was, like, smoking the most weed. Oh, yeah. And so I, I, I barely remember anything about that movie because I was pretty high. And also, I think at that point, I was just like trying to, I don't know. I don't think I've really ever been interested in movies. There was a time when I thought I was interested in movies mm-hmm. because all my friends were interested in movies. And they, were the all, they were all really into film. Mm-hmm. You know, they were those kids. It's like, yeah, I love film. I subscribe to the Criterion Collection. It's like, all right, I guess, I'll, I, guess I need to be this kid too if I want to, you know, have a conversation with these people. Mm-hmm. Some of which I later found out after high school and well into college that, oh, you also play the same video games that I do, but we never talked about this once. Nope, you just talked about the film. We just talked about film. And so I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, it was, this was after high school. And I remember we were in his room getting high and then just he just put on the big Lebowski. And I was like, well, I guess I've heard about this movie. I guess I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Eh. I mean, honestly, the first time I watched it, I didn't, I didn't love it. Like, I wasn't like, this is great. Here, yeah, and see, here, here's the thing about me and movies, right? I, it's hard for me to find the appeal because I, and and this this may seem contradictory 
And it is contradictory because Mm -hmm. one, I think movies are too long and it's such a long time to have to pay attention. But on the other side of that, I watch, I I will watch series that are so long. Like I'm, I'm, I'm on and off on one piece, but I'm on episode 980 something, right? Yeah. Of that show. But also they're in 20 minute increments, which is a lot easier to keep track of than 90 minutes to two hours at a time. Well, you could always pause it and come back to it. Yeah, I know, but then it's also, but there's no good stopping point because it all just kind of like flows together, right? As opposed to like, this is a very hard cut. It is the end of the episode and they usually will end on some variation of a cliffhanger to keep you enticed to watch the next one, you know? So, so, so it's too long to keep track of, like to pay attention to, but also I feel like they're too short. Wait, what? I feel like they're too short for me to have any meaningful connection with characters. Okay, I don't know how to help you there. (laughs) Because like, I don't know, and I think it's because I'm just, I I just watch things that are just so long and like, or like Final Fantasy, like I'm playing Final Fantasy 14 and I think the story's great. I am 870 hours into that game. And so you have so much time, You, you spend so much time with these characters and you really get to know who they are, their personalities, their relationships with other characters, and like your player character, right? But in the movie, I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy? And why should I give a shit about him? I've seen him for five minutes, and you're supposed to, you like dump all this information about this person in five minutes to get me to care about that person. But I don't, I don't know what any of that means, and I don't give a shit. So why do I care about them for the rest of the movie? Well, I mean, I think if if that's how they're doing it, that's just not that's not a good movie. They I just feel like that's a lot it. of movies. Well, yeah, I mean, there's not a, not all movies are very good. Not to say that I don't enjoy them. I love mm-hmm. bad movies. Yeah, but I don't know. Like a good movie will you'll just like naturally pick up on it. It won't be like an info dump. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 hard. It's hard. Cause, I don't know. I I like I like seeing like that that like character. It's not really character growth, but like I I like being able to learn who that person is and whether or not like okay I can get behind this person as like. You know, a protagonist, antagonist, uncle antagonist, uncle antagonist, quirky side character, etc. I feel just like I don't know. For a lot of movies, it's like it's it's. There's not enough time. There's not enough time for me to get invested in this character. But if there was that time, you would say this is way too long. And but you if there was, yes, it. exactly. Okay, I can't. I cannot do movies. I okay. I mean, I like that you. This was your idea to talk about movies. Well, and <laughs> you, you just you're like I don't even like movies as a concept. Like. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, anyway, The Big Lebowski. Yeah, The Big Lebowski. I really like it. Solid, very funny. Um, the One of the characters, Walter, is telling Steve Buscemi's character, Donnie, to shut the fuck up all the time because the last movie, Fargo, Steve Buscemi's character wouldn't shut the fuck up. So <laughs> that's kind of a fun little thing. That guy's uh, John Goodman, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, I know stuff about, I know stuff about movies. I just don't well, like yeah. watching them. Well, you haven't been living under a freaking rock. No. No. And you, well, even you've seen The Big Lebowski, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that movie. I don't think I need to say much because I'm sure everybody listening has heard plenty about it, and mm-hmm. me saying anything about it won't change. What's Okay, what's mind. the appeal of the movie? Like, why do people like it? I like why it, do you like it? I like it because I think it's uh, funny, and it's interesting to watch. Like, it's visually appealing, mm. and yeah, well, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Those are valid reasons. Mm-hmm. What's your next one? Uh, I mean, the next one, I, I just put down Star Wars as a whole. Oh, the whole I, franchise? Yeah. If you had to pick a movie. Empire Strikes Back. That's the best one for sure. Um, so good. You got Hoth. 
Hoth fucking rules. You meet Yoda for the first time, the best version of Yoda. And then uh, Cloud City's cool as hell, too. That's been. Yeah, get Lando. I remember as a kid, it's always been my favorite one. But as a kid, it was my favorite specifically because my favorite character was C3PO. And which is such a stupid, like <laughs> kid brained thing. Um, but in <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, he gets blown up. And I loved that <laughs> for some reason. Even he doesn't die, uh, but he gets blown up and then put back together. But that was my reasoning as a kid. And now I've grown to appreciate it for other reasons. But hmm. yeah. What are those other reasons? Um, I mean, I really like practical effects. Like, oh yeah, they're good. They're they're so good. Like when it looks, when you know that the thing that you're seeing on screen actually exists. I mean, not to say that I, I think that you know there's an actual like robot named R two D two who hangs around with what a guy in space. Yeah, it's not real, Josh. Fuck, I know. I'm sorry. Damn it. Um, but like just the fact that like oh you actually had to build that and then like make it work or at least look like it's working. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a. Because, I mean, no matter how good CGI is, you can pretty much always tell, like, this is computer-generated. Like, yeah, it's very easy to tell the difference or, between a practical or, or, or at least, like, things that are obviously not real. Yeah. Because there's a lot of CGI that no one notices. Well, sure, sure. You know? but, I mean, yeah, there's, like, CGI, you know, that, like, oh, yeah, they animated that desk to be there or something yeah. like that. But, or, like, half of Parasite. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, where it's, like, the backgrounds were never there. Mm-hmm. No one, No one notices that. Right. I, but, I guess I'm talking about like, yeah, like a, yeah, like an alien, like, yeah, like a monster mm-hmm. thing. Like it's easy to tell those apart, but like, you know, in those ones, they didn't have a lot of that stuff. So they were just like literally had like little models or like, you mm-hmm. know, like rubber and stuff like that. And they still do that a lot of the time too, which is, yeah. which is also really cool. Um, I watch, uh, I watch this YouTube channel called Corridor Digital mm-hmm. and every week on one of their other channels, they do, cause they're, they're all VFX artists. And every week they do a VFX artist react video to like, here, like send us movies, send us clips or whatever. And we'll, we'll like guess and try to break down how they did a lot of those things. Uh, And uh it's really surprising how much of them are still like, this was a miniature. Like, how did they get that? How did they get this realistic explosion in the background? They built a small house and blew it up. Oh, hell yeah. And then just composited it in. See, I love, I love shit like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one of the reasons why I love it. And then also, I mean, it's a big nostalgic movie for me too i mean i watched i don't remember the first time ever seeing any of the original star wars movies because i was just probably watching them before i could really form memories Mm, yeah and so it's just like real like like if i ever like have to go under for surgery like i've had to a couple of times and then like when i like wake up and i just want to like watch something when i get home it's it's almost always like Mm. one of those original trilogy star wars movies have you uh they dropped a couple days ago. Have you seen Star Wars Visions? No. They're pretty good. Yeah. They're 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 fun. I think they're really fun. And it's like it's it's the the probably the one time where I was like, "Oh yeah, new Star Wars stuff that I'm really <laughs> excited about and I'm going to watch." See, I I will occasionally watch some of the newer Star Wars stuff. Like I've seen Clone Wars and Rebels, and I actually just watched Bad Batch as well. But uh it's okay. Visions is just like Animatrix. What's Animatrix? Animatrix was a uh, collaboration, I guess. I don't the whoever put together Animatrix contacted uh, Japanese animation studios or animator like individual animators to create little shorts based on the world of the Matrix. Little shorts like what Bart Simpson wears. Yeah, little blue shorts. Okay. Uh, and part of the contract was all the animators had to eat them. 
Whoa. Yeah. I bet he loved that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you would love that. But uh, but Visions is the same thing where they contacted a bunch of uh, studio animation studios in Japan, and they each just made their own uh, like twelve minute like animation short about whatever they wanted in Star Wars. Hmm. We watched three of them last night. The first one is very, uh, it's very much like I've seen Seven Samurai, which mm-hmm. I think is fine. Mm-hmm. It's like all black and white except for um, like lightsabers are colored, lasers are colored, but everything else is black and white. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, it it takes place in like uh, like a it, it it is essentially like feudal Japan, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a Sith that comes in and. She, her lightsaber goes into like an umbrella frame and the beam comes out the umbrella. What? And it's, it's cool as hell. Everyone, I, I was reading some Reddit discussions about it and everyone just like, oh my God, Katana lightsaber. And I'm thinking like the fucking umbrella. So like imagine an umbrella, right? I'm imagining an umbrella. Take the cloth away. You have just the wire frame. Uh-huh. Now replace that wire frame with individual lightsaber beams. And then you can spin it around. Doesn't seem you like it would con- keep you dry at all. It's a weapon, Paul. An umbrella is not a weapon. It is a tool. Uh, then you clearly have not seen enough martial arts films. Okay. I don't think you know who Jackie Chan is. I know who Jackie Chan is. An umbrella is not a weapon. I've seen Rush Hour plenty of times. Okay. You, you missed the umbrella part, huh? Is There uh, There probably is an umbrella part. There probably part. is an umbrella part. Uh, like that umbrella is so cool. She like spins it around. She uses it. She like spins it around and like uses it as like a little like an actual umbrella, like float like Mary Poppins, and like does she sing? Like glide down? No, does but she, she does, save some children. No, but she does contract the umbrella and stab a guy through the chest. Oh, it's okay. Cool shit. But she doesn't use it to protect herself from the rain. It didn't rain. It didn't. If it did rain, she probably would. She probably would. See, that kind of reminds me of uh, this thing that happens in Rebels, where like these uh, these bad guys. Who are not Sith? They're just like they're called Inquisitors. I don't know. They're stupid, but they uh, they have these lightsabers, kind of like Darth Maul's, except they're on like a circle. If that makes sense. So imagine you got the handle here, and then there's a circle around the handle, and then the blade can like spin on that circle while you're holding it in the middle. Hmm. Uh, but they use them to fly, and it was very stupid. Oh, yeah, it's kind of like lame. a little helicopter. I was like, this is stupid. That's what that that's they what that Sith lady packs. did. Just have a jetpack. Jetpacks are yeah. cooler than a Mary Poppins. Sorry. Yeah. I think it depends on the context. That well, seems kind of lame. Yeah. But when it's like, you know, they don't, none of these people had jetpacks, even though they have laser guns and lightsabers. Um, just opens that umbrella and just like floats down. Oh, so cool. See, that sounds like it would be too short for me to care about. <laughs> yeah. I, they're very condensed stories if there even is one. Mm-hmm. It's, so far, a lot of them have been of the uh, the two of the three that we watched so far, um, have just been like I just want to see something cool. Very much like turn my brain off, and I just want to see cool fights. Mm. One of them was animated by Studio Trigger, one of my favorite animation studios, and it is full trigger with just like crazy camera angles, like fucking dope ass sakuga explosions, bright colors, the most anime ass shit. We're just like I'm gonna make my lightsaber. I'm two miles long and I'm going to cut this destroyer in half. Wow. It's so cool. Does uh, Jar Jar Binks appear in any of those? Uh, maybe. Who knows? I haven't, there's nine of them. He probably will. I hope so. Uh, another Star Wars rela- related news, KOTOR is getting a remake. Like oh. a proper HD remake. Wow. I, I tried to play that recently. 
it's, I think I talked about it. It's hard. Yeah. If you're not if you're not already like that game is very much of the time it was made before like I don't know before systems like that became I don't know more user friendly for people that have never played a tabletop RPG before. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping it'll be like that. But I'm pretty excited. It's a fun game. So hmm, who knows? Well, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I'm Star just Wars, an huh? Old man. I don't have Star Wars on my list. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, what's what's next? I forget. I forget. Uh, ooh, next one, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Have you seen Hot Fuzz? I have not. Uh, it's that's part of the, the Cornetto uh, trilogy. Yeah, that's uh, what's his name? Sean something? No, not Simon Sean. Pig si- and Nick Frost. Yeah, directed by Edgar Wright. Those are the people I'm thinking of. Yeah, which the first one of that trilogy is called Shaun of the Dead. Which is uh, also very good. Of. Yeah, it didn't quite make my list, but that's also another mm. really, really good movie. Uh, but yeah, Hot Fuzz is just about, it's, it's like a really funny, really well done action movie um, that's like very, very violent, um, which normally I don't love like super violent movies, but um, I do appreciate this one because it's about this uh, like really by the book cop who like, uh, he like does his job so well in London that like all the other officers are like, mad at him because they don't have anything to do and so they promote him to sergeant but they move him to like this tiny like little mm. perfect uh countryside village and uh, where there's like been no crime recorded for like what 20 a, years or something like what that. what a perfect situation to be in right where everyone is so bored that you get promoted probably get paid more and then go sent on vacation mm-hmm. i'm sure that's not how the movie pans out but what a what a no and he, he's like pissed about it too because he's like i want to do police work and you know of course there's like nothing for him to do there but then he uncovers like why there's no crime and it's actually this really deep like fucked up conspiracy Uh, interesting Um, but it's also really funny like there's some really good humor and because edgar wright does a really good job of blending like action and like drama into like really funny situations Mm. um that was one of my friends like favorite movies growing up and I think he always tried to get everyone to watch it, but then no, we never did. Well, it's kind of a slow, slow build too. Cause I mean, when you're in high school, do you pretty much just want like the, the action parts of that movie alone? Mm, yeah. But it's so much more satisfying cause that movie really feels like it like earns it. Cause it's, it makes fun of a lot of action tropes by pairing up. Um, you got Simon Pegg's character with Nick Frost's character. Nick Frost is like this, he's just like the chief of police, uh, his son, and he's like a really shitty cop. And he keeps asking Simon Pegg about all these like movie cliches. Like he's like, is there a spot in the head where if you uh, shoot a man, it will literally blow up, <laughs> you know, just like shit like that. And like every question he asks him like early on, I hope I'm not spoiling this for people. Is, this, is this is a spoiler episode. Fast forward like a minute or two into this. Um, if you don't want to hear this, um, but like everything he talks about or asks him about, like, Simon Pegg's character always like brushes him off. Like he's like a little kid and like really annoying. Uh, but then like everything they talk about in the beginning of the movie happens in the end of the movie. So mm. like they reference like point break and like bad boys and stuff like that. And it's, it's just really clever and really well done. And it's one of those movies you pick up stuff the more you watch it, mm. but it's just fun on the first watch through too. You know what else is a good hot movie? Hmm. Hot Rod. Oh, I love Hot Rod. That hmm, that might kick something else off of my list. No, yeah, I, oh, I, that Hot Rod was one of my favorite movies for a long time. But let me let me look real quick. <laughs> see if, see if you're if gonna replace anything. something with Hot Rod. Um, no, I don't think I'm gonna. Hmm. Hot Rod was 
it's one of the few movies that I do remember watching. It's like, I like I like this movie. This is a fun movie. Hot Rod is so good. When I went on a choir trip in high school, mm-hmm. um, the the teacher put on Hot Rod. And the scene where Andy Samberg falls down the cliff for mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone in class just would not stop. Like, he was laughing the entire time and for maybe like three minutes after the scene had ended and everyone's just hearing it's like everyone on the bus can just hear Seth laughing like ah classic Seth was it Seth Rogen? (laughs) yeah Seth Rogen (laughs) it was Donkey Kong it was Donkey Kong yeah There's so many good scenes in that movie. Mm -hmm. I just love, I mean, just the fucking premise that he's trying to save his stepdad's life so he can kick his ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's really funny. That was like, it's a good SNL movie. Yeah, it was was really good. Um, Yeah, fucking awesome. Uh, Next on my list, Josh, is another one that is great for practical effects is The Thing. Oh, yeah. The Thing. The Thing. And I don't, I normally, what I know about, we're, Everything about this movie makes it seem almost like I shouldn't like it because I don't really like scary movies and I really don't like gory movies. And the thing is both. It is scary (laughs) and like one of the goriest movies I think that there is probably. Um, But it's something about it. Like I think maybe it's the fact that Kurt Russell is such a badass in this movie that like I can be like, oh, yeah, Kurt Russell will save the day. Um, (laughs) Even though he doesn't necessarily. Uh oh, mm-hmm. spoiler! But man, this movie is so—it's so good. It's just like eerie and creepy, and like there's like so much that happens in it that it's like doesn't outright tell you like what's going on. And like some, I remember watching it a couple of times and being like, "Wait, what happened in that part?" Like it made sense like with the movie, but it also like it kind of leaves you wondering like, "What happened to that guy? Like, did that guy mm. die? Was he the thing the whole time?" But it's it's so good, and it's. You know, it's a great like winter Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the first time I watched it, I think was with you. Mm-hmm, probably. I don't remember. Uh, I remember a handful of scenes, but I always remember the the blood test scene. Yeah, it's very visceral because you know they've got like just like it's just it's just the sound that the mm-hmm. wire makes when it touches it. Them. Like oh, I, I like yeah. It's that. It's like it's scraping on metal. It really is. Or it's just like, or, or, or like if they were like scraping it on like that plastic petri dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like does not sound like a sizzle. Mm-mm. It sounds like something completely different. Yeah. The thing that I remember about that, I mean, one of the things is when the guy, when they're doing, uh, the guy's about to start CPR on one of the other guys, hmm. and his like stomach opens up, and suddenly there's teeth on the side, and then it like clamps down on his arms and bites his arms off. Oh, it's disgusting but it's oh my god it's like burning into my brain yeah the thing i would love to see uh like a a junji ito uh he's a he's a horror manga artist Mm -hmm. i would love to see his like interpretation of the thing i have a few of his books on my shelf and they are all just like he he is so good at uh utilizing the page turn Mm -hmm. so like there there are points where like you you get to the last panel on a page and you know when you turn that page you are going to see something like you you can feel it you can feel it the moment you turn that page it's going to be a full spread of something like disgusting and scary mm-hmm. and I, like that that's a perfect scene where it's just like you know it's going to that last panel is going to end with like his hands on the chest and when you turn that page it's going to be I, like, I don't know how he's so good at, like, he's so good at building it up. And it, I, 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 I've never experienced this before where it's like, you, like, you just, you feel it, right? 
Mm-hmm. Like once I turn this page, it's, and like there were times where like I would have to like kind of like, like when you like look at a scary movie from the side of your like eyes. Yeah, you're like closing your eyes. I had to do that with a book. <laughs> it's crazy how much I've had to do that. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, I can feel it. I'm just going to turn it slowly. And then once it's like, oh, okay, cool. I can look at this and like, oh, look at these gross and scary details. <laughs> I I definitely do that with a lot of scary movies now. Whenever I have to watch them, I normally I can't handle it. No. We'll avoid them for mm-hmm. the most part. Don't like it. Absolutely don't like it. Do you know that there's a thing board game? Is there? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't know that. I don't know if it's good, but there is a, I think it's a hidden role game to some degree. Oh, that could be where fun. someone like is the thing. Mm-hmm. That makes I, sense. I feel like I've seen it at Retrofix. Oh. I don't know if they still have it. Well, and I'm pretty sure they don't print it anymore because it was a limited edition thing. Oh. But there was a thing board game. Huh. Well, maybe we'll find it someday and we can try it out. That'd be fun. Yeah. What's next on your list? Uh, what is next on my list? Those are the the five, how many I've done? Five. And so like, that's my like top, tight top five. Mm. Like whenever anybody asks me, those are the ones I usually throw out there. Um, Another one that I love, and this is one that I first watched in high school, is Joe versus the Volcano. Um, I remember you watching this like when we, like the first house that we lived in. Yeah. I, cause I didn't have it for a long time. And then you got it on DVD. I got it for Christmas from PJ. And it, it's so good. It's a Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. I think it was their first one that they did together. Hmm. And it's it's a delightful movie about just Tom Hanks quitting his job and a getting diagnosed with a terrible terminal illness and just deciding to go do a bunch of bullshit with his life. Um, that includes jumping into a volcano to sacrifice himself for this island of um, people. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's just really funny and sweet and it's like not like quite sappy romantic. It's not like the notebook necessarily, but it is like very like, um, I don't even know what the word is. Like just like uh, living your life, doing whatever you like, what you love to do rather than going to your same yeah. stupid desk job that you hate every day. That kind of movie. Wasn't um, that the concept for Walter Mitty? Yes, it's similar. It's very similar, I think. A little bit less... Honestly, I was really tired when I watched Walter Mitty. And I've I only ever seen the asleep. trailer. I was like, wow, that's a beautiful trailer. <laughs> yeah. I, so I don't really remember what happens. But it, it's kind of similar. I had no idea that Tom Hanks was in that movie. I always thought, like, I have i don't think I've ever really heard you talk about what happens in the movie. And I've never looked up what happens in the movie. I always thought it was, like, a silly B movie. No, I mean, it is, I don't know. it. I don't know if it's a B movie. But, no, it's got Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. That's an A movie. Yeah, like, I had no idea that. Those two people. I also don't really know who Meg Ryan is. So I had no idea that Tom Hanks was in it. Oh yeah, Meg Ryan's in like Sleepless in Seattle with Tom Hanks, and hmm. she's she's pretty big for a while. Hmm. Um, but it's it's really good. It's really sweet. It's got a really nice little ending. Um, and yeah, and it's one that I feel like isn't like really unless maybe I just have not seen much about it. I feel like it's not really in the cultural zeitgeist, so it's not one of those ones that everybody knows what happens in it. Yeah, definitely. It was, and it's a unique enough premise where. You can't, you don't automatically know everything that's going to happen in the movie. Do you know how far into his career Tom Hanks was when he did this movie? I want to say it was like 90, let me look it up. I'm going to look it up and see when this was. Because it wasn't his first movie, definitely. Hmm. Um, I want to say it was like 96, 1990. Okay, wow, 1990. Oh, 1990. So, I don't know. It was not yet Woody. No, not yet. Let's see. What was Tom Hanks? He hasn't screamed Wilson movie? yet. He wasn't even Forrest Gump yet. Uh, Not even a little gump. Not even a little bit gump. 
yeah, I mean, he was in Splash in 1984. So that was already a long time ago. Uh, he Knows You're Alone, 1980 might have been the first Tom Hanks movie. I don't know. But hmm. so at least 10 years into his career. Oh, well. But I also, I think Tom Hanks is really, really good. He's a great actor. Mm-hmm. Isn't he doing something? He's uh, doing a lot of stuff. Well, like, didn't he get cast in a big thing somewhat recently? I remember seeing Tom Hanks in the news. He probably was. I don't remember. I don't know either. This isn't the Tom Hanks podcast. Oh, it could be, though. That'd be great. I'd love to be on a Tom Hanks podcast. A Tom Hanks podcast would be talking about typewriters. Yeah, that would be a podcast for Tom Hanks. Uh, okay, next on my list, Josh, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, Probably really? The, the oldest movie that I really love, that wow. I genuinely love. Hmm. Um, so good. I mean, Christmas classic. I didn't see this until I was probably like, till I was 25 or 26. Really? Yeah. Like I when we went to the Roxy? Yeah, that was the first time I saw it. Whoa, yeah. crazy. And I loved it. I mean, because it was, you know, it covers a lot of things that I really appreciate in movies where it's like rich guys, bad and pretty much because he's rich and he's also an asshole, which I appreciate that because, yeah, fuck rich people. <laughs> um, and it's like really good storytelling. Like a lot of the times with black and white movies, I feel like that's distracting enough to where I'm like not really engaged with it. Like I'm like, oh, this is too campy or something like that. Or mm-hmm. everybody talks with one of those old timey mid-Atlantic or transatlantic accents. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, is it, the story is engaging enough and it... Um, the characters are engaging enough that I don't, I forget. It's one of those ones that I forget that it's in black and white. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, I really like that. And I like, I think it's really heartwarming at the end too, like how he kind of, you know, like loses faith in himself and everything. And, you know, he, you know, comes back and all the whole town and his family is like, just so happy to see him just that he's okay. It's, it's one of the movies that still like, just makes me cry when I watch it. Like I don't cry at a lot of movies. Well, actually that's not true. These days I get teary eyed at a lot of movies. Kind of at stupid parts too. <laughs> Has that happened to you? I guess you don't really watch movies. No, but they're they're like I I will like emo- any emotional swing in like a in an anime or a game that I'm playing. I'm like, mm, yep, oh, I can feel it. It's a coming. Oh my god! The other day I was watching <laughs> PJ and I watched Osmosis Jones <laughs> in Nashville. <laughs> And the part you've seen Osmosis Jones. I when see. I was a kid, yeah, well, I don't really remember. I I remembered Osmosis Jones and Drix, and that is all I can tell you about the movie. Well, there's a there's a part there's a live action part where the Bill Murray's daughter is like right by his side. He's in, in the hospital, and she's like really worried about him. And I like my eyes started welling up, and I was like, "What the fuck? I've seen this movie before, and it's Osmosis Jones. <laughs> like, why am I feeling like this?" <laughs> and you know, I no, I didn't like no tears like came out, but boy for a second i was like okay i'm really feeling this so scenes like that in any kind of movie these days like if it's a marvel movie if it's a cartoon Mm -hmm. pretty much any sort of tension like that really really (laughs) gets to you cuts me to the core these days yeah oh i feel you happens like happens to me yeah one of the ones that like actually like i will like genuinely like have tears streaming down my face is it's a wonderful life so it's so good and I never watched it growing up. I wish I had. Me neither. It's a. I now I watch it every year, every Christmas. Wow. Now they play out at the Roxy every year, don't they? Mm-hmm. I bought it on DVD last year because they weren't showing movies. Mm, yet. Wow. But yeah. How about that? So classic. Uh, let's see. These next two, they're probably my shifting ones. I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But Big Trouble in Little China, another mm-hmm. um, John Carpenter who also directed the thing. 
This one is a lot goofier than the thing, but it's it's so much fun. Have I you think, seen it? I think we watched it together at uh at the Eddie House. Yeah, because I remember did. doesn't someone like doesn't someone do like a finger gun and get their head blown off? Or am I thinking am I just thinking of something else? I don't think that happens. There was just one very out of place, like someone's head gets exploded, right? Well, the very last, like the main villain kind of not unclimactic. It's not not unclimactic. Is that the word? Yeah. Anticlimactic. anticlimactic. Not anticlimactically, but kind of anticlimactically. Like he's like about to come for like the uh, for oh what's his name Kurt Russell's character, and he like throws like this magical knife at Kurt that Russell. That might be what I'm thinking. And of. then Kurt Russell immediately throws it back and hits him in the head. <laughs> that might be what I'm thinking. He dies, of. which is so good because like you know they build him up as like this big evil sorcerer, and then like in like. Five seconds, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Just from a simple. <laughs> um, but that movie's good because it's also kind of like making fun of itself for the whole time. And like the, uh, there's so many movies like kind of like Last Samurai where there's like a white guy who's like the hero for like you know this group of you know like actual like um, martial artists, like actual like mm-hmm. uh, like uh, not Asian, spe- not Asian necessarily, more specific. But I'm blanking on it. Um, I think this in this one it's Chinese, um, but like the hero, like there is actually a competent martial artist hero who's actually Chinese, and he's actually the hero. But they focus on Kurt Russell, and Kurt Russell just keeps kind of fucking things up, <laughs> um, like except for that last part where he like catches a knife and throws it back at him. But for the rest of the time, like they kind of just focus on like how he is a dumb asshole, and the the Chinese guy is actually like has the knowledge and like the know how and actually does all this stuff mm-hmm. like literally in, in part of the last fight Kurt Russell gets knocked out by a block of concrete and doesn't do anything <laughs> for like 15 minutes isn't there magic in that movie yeah there's some weird I remember magic. things like that's <laughs> that seems a little strange because it was very grounded up until like oh wait there's magic in here yeah and then there's like weird monsters and stuff like that too it's fucking awesome it's it's rad it's a wild ride mm. um at one point one of the uh <laughs> the, the, there's like three like minor evil sorcerer guys and then there's like the big bad guy and one of the minor sorcerer guys at one point he gets really mad and his power is to just like blow himself up into kind of like this big balloon guy and it's really weird and I don't really know why he does that because he doesn't explode or anything he does he comes back to life but he just looks scary for a minute yeah maybe, I don't know maybe that's part of it there is something about just like being a balloon that's kind of a power <laughs> I guess it happens in one piece yeah he just becomes a balloon and then I don't know um but yeah no I love that movie and it's, it's like campy and fun and I remember enjoying it when we watched it yeah it's a good time um okay so then last on my list mm-hmm. is the Iron Giant Iron Giant, yeah, which, Brad Bird. I figured, you know, Calspell native, Brad Bird. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's wild. I I tried to think about movies too that I also really liked as a kid, since you know this is nostalgia entertainment system, and that mm-hmm. movie I watched probably the most of all the movies that I had, I think, at least for a few years. And uh, just it's like so good. It's like a very original story. I think it was based on a short story. Um, you know about like this big metal man that lands on earth in the 60s or no it's the 50s um and you know he just hangs out with his kid until he remembers that his mission was to destroy everybody on earth and then you know the kid turns out taught him to be a good guy and he saves the the town from getting nuked in the end so i remember watching that when i was a kid 
I don't really, I don't remember anything from it. It's, like, it's really good. Just, but there's a lot of people that love that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's also got Vin Diesel in one of his first, um, guy who only says like one or two things, big dumb guy roles. <laughs> really? You know? Yeah. Cause he was the iron giant and oh, he was great. Yeah. And I think, doesn't he do something else? Oh no. I'm thinking of, uh, he only, he does only say family. It, oh yeah. In, <laughs> in fast and furious family. I was thinking of, uh, Sylvester Stallone in, uh, the new Suicide Squad movie too, but Suicide Squad. Squad. <laughs> that's, all, that's all he says. Have you seen that one? The new Suicide. I Squad haven't movie? seen any Suicide. Isn't there like three iterations of Suicide Squad at this point? No, there's only two. Okay, and I haven't seen the first one, but I'd watch the second one because James Gunn did it, and I like James Gunn, and it, it's pretty entertaining. You it, might like it. Isn't it? I would probably like it. It, it look. It looks fun. Yeah, but to fun. me, it also just kind of seems like it just seems so strange to me. Where it's like it's. <sighs> It is weird. It's stupid. It's weird. Like the the premise, the external premise of the movie being created is weird, right? In that it's a redo. Well, it's not. If, or to me, it feels like a redo because the first one was so bad. I mean, it is a redo. And literally. it's not far enough where it's a remake or re-rebooting it. We're just it's like a soft swiping sequel. that last one under the rug. And then here's the Suicide Squad. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, I think, and I haven't read the comics, so I could be talking out of my ass here. I think that the Suicide Squad, there is like different iterations in the same world. Like, cause I mean, the goal is that they all die in the end, right? Oh, the, I guess. Or a lot of them die. I have no idea. That's why it's called the Suicide Squad. I don't know. So like, I think that in the comics, they have different squads and a lot of them end up dying. So it, it kind of makes sense. But also I see what you're saying that it was like so recent. Yeah. It's kind of well, like, well, I guess, mm, okay. I guess that new one does have different characters in it yeah other than harley quinn right and she it, they do treat her thing as kind of like a a soft sequel kind of stuff mm. okay well uh, it's, it's a fun watch the thing that gets me looks fun about suicide squad movies in all of dc why doesn't superman just do everything <laughs> like he's he's a busy guy pretty invincible he, i, he on, could just I honestly have all of these problems i have i have no idea he should just do everything he really should just do it all yeah what, if he doesn't have time, he can already go back in time, right? Make the earth. Yeah, just fly around the earth and you can make it spin backwards. Isn't that his? That's one of his things. That's your thing, right? And he's just pretty much invincible. Just have Superman do everything. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't get it either. Well. If there was no Superman, sure. All these guys. Great. Mm-hmm, but the mm-hmm. fact that Superman's there, it's like, ah, just have Superman do it. Yeah. What, what is, well, what's he doing? I don't know. That's uh, the flaw of Superman. Yeah, why they really should have left some room to grow when they were making comic book mm-hmm. characters. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's also like some crazy like. I mean, over the like Superman's been around since like 1930 or something, 30 like something like that. So I'm, I'm sure they've tried to like figure out ways in comics, just like, oh, okay, well, well, yeah. I mean, they they had to make like a whole special element that like is oh, yeah super poisonous to him. Yeah, here's, here's kryptonite. Now here's kryptonite Superman. Mm-hmm. The anti-Superman. One of the characters in Suicide Squad is in jail because he shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, it took me out immediately. I was like, oh, yeah, why doesn't Superman just come do this thing? That just lands you in jail? What? Doing oh. that just lands you in jail? Well, I yes, feel like it would shooting be worse. someone is illegal. Uh, if he shoots Superman, I feel like that's, I don't know. Well, I mean, he's in like a maximum security prison. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess it also kind of maybe depends on the situation. If it's like... Maybe Superman's in the middle of a scuff and then he just kind of shoots him from the side. But I feel like, well, I don't know. If it was a one-on-one confrontation, I feel like maybe you would be dead. 
Oh, if you shot Superman? Yeah, it's like I'm gonna we're gonna fight you, man. I got a bullet. It's like okay, well I'm gonna smash you into the ground so you can't shoot me. Yeah, I'm gonna fly behind you and yeah, I'm kill. gonna launch you into the sun. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Superheroes are strange. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I have a hard time getting behind. Yeah, I will say I have learned to enjoy the Marvel movies in that I will like just turn my brain off kind of and mm-hmm. and watch them and. It's kind of fun to get excited about them. They're definitely not the best movies, and they're definitely- As long as they're fun. Yeah. It's all that matters. You want to recap your nine? Sure. So for my nine movies, I got Fargo, Big Lebowski, Hot Fuzz, Star Wars, The Thing, Joe versus the Volcano, It's a Wonderful Life, Big Trouble in Little China, and The Iron Giant. Wow. Great movies. Thank you. All movies that I would expect. A very nice, uh, I don't know- Glimpse into Paul. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how else to word that. I guess it's time for me to do my nine. Go for it, baby. Uh, my my nine are all. I I try to also like try and diversify them, but also like I don't I don't know. I it's it's hard. For me, it was hard for me to come up with movies past four. I was like, oh shit, I gotta think up of five more movies. I'm gonna Google movies. Like, did I watch these? Do I like this enough to put it on a list? We did pick a lot. Nine is a lot of movies. Nine's a lot of movies. Um, so we're gonna start off with my actual favorite movie. And it's a movie that I've seen multiple times, mm-hmm. uh, which is Kimi no Nawa, uh, or in English it's called Your Name. Oh, I've heard of this one. It's an anime by uh, Makoto Shinkai. Very, it's a, it's a, it's such a, it's a great story, and visually, it's so. I, I love this movie. I have so many like merchandise things for this movie too. Oh, interesting! Like I have, I have the limited edition Japanese Blu-ray, which luckily, and I don't know why it actually has this, but luckily, uh, Japan and the U.S. have the same uh, format standards, so like Japanese stuff oh. will work in the U.S. That's nice. And also, the disc came with English subtitles, oh. which is also perfectly convenient. And that limited edition, so I have the limited edition one that has like a lot of, ooh. Sorry, I, it's my pretzel alarm. In a half hour, I got to go pick up pretzels. Uh, so yeah, we, uh, or not we, um, came with a whole bunch of stuff. I have like the script to the movie that came with that thing. I have a bunch of art that came with that thing. Uh, I have a book that has the entire storyboard of it. I have the soundtrack on vinyl. Ooh. Like I have so much merch from this, from this movie. I don't know if it's a real thing. But I have like, uh, I have like a film strip from the movie too. Oh, that's cool. I don't know if it was actually used or if that was stuff that they just printed for merch. But yeah, mm. I have a lot of stuff. From it. It's such a good movie. I drove to Spokane to watch this in theaters. I remember you going to Spokane to watch that. Yeah, so excited to watch this movie, and it's so good. It, this is the movie that I cry at. Mm. There's a, there's so many points. Where it's like, oh, it's so it's like, it's it's such a it, they're beautiful moments where it's like you, these characters are like. I don't know. I this is still a relatively new movie, so I'll try to keep it like less spoilery. I don't know who in our audience will even watch this or care, but like it's it's a very nice like love story. Mm. There's a certain point where it's just like, oh, oh yeah. And then you just and then you just cry in the theater. Like me. Great movie. I love it. It's it's like uh the director for this movie also he makes the most beautiful animated films I've ever seen. Um, one of his other movies called Garden of Words mm-hmm. is by far the most beautiful 2D animated thing I have ever seen. Mm. Like there's 
there's just like so much detail and enough like like small things to bring out little bits of realism. Like you can still tell that it's animated and that it's hand drawn. Right. But then there's little like little reflections or the way that like like uh the way that like rain falls or the way that um like like really minor like character movements like the, how they shift their feet where it's just like oh my god this is this is an incredibly beautiful movie and it's only like an hour long oh wow so it's a, it's a short watch um how do you know to care about the characters though you know that's a good point i have no idea see they probably just did a good job Josh. they they did do it they did do a pretty good job i mean it's it's also um yeah I don't, you know i really don't know see that i think that just means that that's a good movie that's probably funny. i mean there also is stuff about like with with movies like these, I don't I don't need that extra step, mm-hmm. you know. Like I'm already excited to watch this movie, and I will just take whatever comes at me. Whereas with other movies that I'm not interested in, I need to have that reason to get me invested in the first place. Whereas with a movie like Your Name or Garden of Words or or anything like that, I'm like I'm already interested. You don't need to sell me or provide me with anything extra. I will just pick it up along the way, you know. Okay. So that for me, that's a barrier for movies that I'm just not interested in, where it's just like, ah, oh, I don't, I, I got to figure out who these people are, and I'm not interested in who these people are. But in this one, it's like, oh, I'm already interested. I will just, I'll just let it go. Just like your second favorite movie, Frozen. Lilo and Stitch. Really? I love Lilo and Stitch. Oh, I it's do such too. a it's, fun movie. It's really good. I love that movie. I rented this from Super One so many times. Oh, I bet. I don't know. It's such, it's a fun movie. Great story. Great music. Uh, it's got really unique animation too. Really unique animation. One of the first movies I remember watching where it's just like, oh, I kind of look like these people. Oh yeah, that you could know? be huge. You know, it's like, oh, that that's fun. You mean Stitch, right? I look like oh, Experiment Sixty Six. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't know you were going by. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it's it's a fun. It's great music. Great premise. I don't know. I really liked it. It is. It's it's really good. It's got a nice like heartwarming ending. Heartwarming story. Also cool sci-fi bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it 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 melded a lot of things that at the time I and I I still really like that movie. Um, the uh, I don't I don't know when that movie probably came in like two thousand three or something like I something it, like that. It was it was after nine eleven <laughs> because I know that there was a scene where they had to remove it and replace it with something else because it involved crashing into towers. Oh, was it um, Stitch when he like makes the little town to destroy? Did I, he so, make the something two like, towers or something, something like, like that? that. <laughs> like they needed to, I do remember they needed to remove a scene. So I think, I think this was like 2002, 2003. Um, but I remember downloading like a little desktop Stitch Oh, and so it was like a little program, and then like you could just like you could pick him up and like throw him against like the edge <laughs> of your screen. He would like run away off screen, and then he would like punch through your desktop and crawl oh, out. I loved stuff. like It was that. like a little interactive Stitch Buddy. Nice, very fun. That is cool. That'd be that's like I feel like what parents think viruses are. Like, <laughs> oh my like, god, it's Stitch! Josh, you installed a virus on our computer. No, it's just Stitch. A Stitch virus. I also remember watching. Uh, the animated series that came out a few years later. Yeah, yeah, I remember remember those too. Came out. It was well, maybe I think it came out shortly after, but like I watched it years later when it was on Saturday mornings. Um, See, it was fine. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Not as good, but not as know, good. It scratches that itch when you're that age. You're like, mm-hmm. I just want more of this. More Lilo and Stitch. Um, my next movie, Shrek. Really, I love Shrek. It's it that 
All all of mine are, yeah, a lot of mine are going to be animated. Oh yeah, I, I expected that. Love Shrek. Fun story. I watched one of, again another movie that when I was a kid watched a ton of yeah. all the time. It is I mean it is it was very unique I feel like, you know, having like an animated movie that was like had some like adult humor and also well, it's kid a little humor. crass. Yeah. Mhm. I don't know I, I I enjoy it. I don't have much I mean it's Shrek. Everyone loves everyone loves everyone memes on Shrek cuz people does. like it. I mean honestly I think that I think the Shrek memes are kind of funny, but it also has kind of like um, I'm a little Shreked out sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't seen the movie in a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, there it is, Shrek. There was a, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast or in like in in a conversation. I was driving behind a car whose license plate said Shrek. I've seen that car. S H R E C K. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Is it? A, I feel like it's a Volkswagen Beetle. Uh, no, it's. It, I don't. Know, I don't remember. I know it's not a Beetle. It might be a Volkswagen. It might be like a Jetta. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've definitely seen that. Yeah, car. someone's got the Shrek car out there. Someone's, oh, it's a it's a green car with ogre ears. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. There's always earwax coming out the exhaust too, <laughs> which large, is weird. You think it would come out the ears? You think it would come out the ears, but there's just a big candle coming out the back of that car. <laughs> uh, my next movie, mm-hmm. Pacific Rim. Oh, I remember you really liking that. I've never I seen love it. that movie. It's such a good movie. Just it's it's very it's I don't know it's. The in in Japan it's called tokusatsu, mm. uh, where you have a guy in a costume dressed like a monster, you have another guy in a costume dressed like a big robot, and then they fight on a scale model town, mm-hmm. like, just like Stitch, mm-hmm. just like Stitch. Uh, you know, so your 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 Power Rangers, your Ultramans, your Common Riders, all that stuff. But like, it's just it's just so much cooler. Just huge, huge robots just fighting these monsters. There's a boat sword. I love, I love a Pacific boat sword. Rim. Yeah, there's a part like towards like in the movie where, uh, the the main robot whose name I can't remember, um, R two D two, uh, I think so. Yeah, he uh, he's like I, I need a weapon, and he just like goes to the like the harbor, grabs just a huge shipping freight boat, and just. Uses that as a sword. <laughs> Bat just like smacks the other, like smacks a kaiju. It's great. I love it. Music's great. Listen to that uh, one song. Just like, oh, this is just a fun song to listen to. Like dun, the, dun, the dun, score? Dun, dun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like the, main, like the main theme, like when you just see all these robots just like walking out, going to go fight stuff. Great music. Great song. Uh, next movie is another anime. Mm-hmm. One of most recent movie, I think, most recent movie on this on this list, uh, it is Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Never even heard of this one. It uh, came out in like f- March. Oh, that is recent. Mm-hmm. First movie I saw this year. Wow, in theaters or just in theaters? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. It's the movie sequel to the first season of Demon Slayer. Great anime uh, about a guy who has his family slaughtered by demons. That sucks when that happens. Sucks when that happens. You hate it when it happens. It's just like when I'm I'm fucking someone and then they turn out to be a demon and I have to kill them. It's always demons, man. Mm-hmm. Demons keep messing up our lives. Uh, but yeah, he his his sister doesn't get killed but turns into a demon. Bummer. Hate when that happens. It happened to me too. Uh, and it's and his journey is to try and turn her back into a human. Mm. Great. It's got some of the coolest animation, some of the coolest scenes. Um, and then, uh, this is a sequel movie. It's great. Cause it just felt like, it just felt like a two hour long episode. It's, oh, it's, it's, 
And it's it's one of those things where it's like, I already have 24 episodes of who these characters are. Mm-hmm. I don't need to, I don't need any of that other stuff. And like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's also required watching. Like if you don't watch those 24 episodes, you're going to be lost. You don't know what's going on. You could probably still enjoy it for just like, wow, look at all this cool shit, but fun movie. Mm. I enjoyed it. Can't wait for season two. Yeah. Uh, next up is Power Rangers from 2017. Really? I never saw that one. It's also, I, th- I thought it was a very faithful uh, reboot of the franchise. I hope they do another one. It's been four years since. I don't know if they will do another one. Yeah. Doubtful at this point. I thought it was a very faithful uh, reboot. It had like classic Mighty Morphin music. It like it, it hit all the right notes. I was sitting in the theater just like, yeah, Power Rangers. Great time. Hmm. That's all I have to say about it. Okay. I yeah. I, I Sorry, I don't know any more questions about it. I don't know anything. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Uh, we're also kind of pushing time a little bit, so. Yeah, we're getting sp- there. speeding through these. Nine movies was a lot. Mm, a lot more than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Finding Nemo is my next one. Oh, that's a great movie. I had that on DVD, watched it all the time, mm. loved Finding Nemo. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't like Finding Dory. Still haven't seen it. You don't need to. It's it's a skip. I feel I feel like, I mean, Dory was kind of funny as a character for, as a kid, but I don't. I really don't want to watch a whole, movie focused whole movie. On. Yeah, I don't know. I also watched it really drunk. <laughs> yeah. But also I was like, uh, I'll like pay attention, like watch this movie. It didn't. It didn't do it for me. Yeah. I don't know. I Pixar just shouldn't do sequels. Yeah. It, only, if it they always do, feels like it kind of like undercuts stuff. If they do, they should stop at two. Make one sequel. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, the Toy Story ones are all pretty good. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I didn't really get much out of three and I never watched four. Four was two honestly was better than I expected. I thought three was good though. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Not me. I thought, honestly, I thought three was a really good ending. And while four was good, I don't think it was good enough to justify the good ending that three had. Mm. I think. Yeah, it's just weird that they made a fourth one to yeah. me. Yeah. No. Very strange. I mean, that money though. They gotta get that money. They gotta get that money. There's always gonna be kids. There's always gonna be Toy Story. Yeah. Um, what's next on my list? Coraline. Oh, Coraline's a fun one. Really like Coraline. Or really, really cool anything animation. Anything by Studio Leica, studio that made that. Mm-hmm. Uh beautiful stop motion. And scary, genuinely frightening. Mm-hmm. Great character designs, love it. Um, I haven't watched it in a while, but I know I, I know I really liked it when I was like, oh yeah, this is this is it. Um, also, when I was in high school, every all of my friends just kept making. <laughs> they always all of my friends thought that the end of the movie was. Do you know, do you know what goatsy is? Is that where somebody bends over and you see their butthole? Yeah. There's yeah. a scene, there's a part of the end of the movie where it looks like the clouds are doing a goatsy with the moon. Well, I've it, never it, noticed that. The clouds kind of look like hands like and pulling. then they spread apart and then you see the moon. <laughs> and all my friend's like, that's a goatsy. It's pretty funny. I'll have to rewatch that. I have to rewatch that Halloween's movie. Halloween's coming up. So Halloween it's is coming up. It. Watch that. Mm. It's a good movie. And, uh, my last movie, which I still had a hard time, I was like, oh, well, what are movies that I like? And it's like, oh, here's, I got to put one more movie on here. And it's, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a movie that looks cool. It's Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, I've never seen Pan's Labyrinth. I've, only, I've seen it a couple times. I really, I would, I should watch it again. But again, just great character designs. Anything Guillermo del Toro. It's just, ooh, 
ooh, look at these great characters. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Like I got, I want to watch Hellboy again. Hellboy also was really cool. Well, I'd never seen Hellboy. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Fun stuff. Hell of a boy, that one. Hell, hell of a boy, that Hellboy. Yeah. I don't know. Those are my nine. Those are your nine. Those are my nine. Solid picks. I, I could have guessed some of those, and some of them I would not have hard, guessed. I mean, it's hard to for me to find nine. After after that was first four, I was like, oh, shit. I got to think of more movies that I've seen. I'm Googling. It's like, I... <laughs> movies I've seen. I, I wish there was a list. Of I like, mean, you could be like those people on IMDb who make those lists of movies. I, I mean, I have, I have a list for anime. Okay. My anime list. My anime list. Well, I, use, I, I use Annie list. Annie's list. I use Annie's list. But yeah, those are our movies. Wow. Those are our, those are our three by threes. How about that, huh? Yeah. I think we got some solid choices there. Mm-hmm. It's a solid, uh, like, probably, uh, what is that, probably like uh, 36 hours of content right there. 36 hours of content. You know what we, we should do? And it's something that if, it, it's something that I've, I, I've just, I've been seeing a lot of it. Uh, well, not a lot. Of, I I think to promote his new movie, Elijah Wood has been on the internet a lot. Mm-hmm. Like he, I think all in the same day, he did an episode of Hot Ones. He did something with Wired. He did something with Vox or someone like that. Huh. And you can tell they're all the same day because he's wearing the same shirt. Maybe he's just got a nice shirt. Maybe, but he, wearing the same shirt, same like uh Same shirt, different e- either, day. Either a scarf or... um. Like, uh, I can't think of the Mascot? name. Mascot? No. Bandana? No, it's like the Tie. the ski, th- not ski thing. Gator. But like gator. It's either, it's either a gator around his neck or a scarf, but he's wearing the same jacket, same shirt, same scarf, same pants. He's wearing the same, sh- he's wearing the same clothes. So either he did it all on the same day or he only brought one change of clothes for the three days he was like in New York or something. That could be true too. Maybe he lost his bag. The airlines mm-hmm. don't always follow through with those. That's true. So- I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I should give Lord of the Rings one more chance and watch the movies. Oh, yeah. People seem to like them. I, I, I love them. They're great. It seems like something I would like. But also, ah, oh, they're long. They but also, they're long, long for the reason that I would want them to be long. Yeah, they but I'm really... not interested enough in the franchise to want to really get into it. But maybe I just need to give them one more chance. Well, I think also it might help to watch them with people, too. I mean, we watched, we, we, I, we did that. Did we? Joe's Basement. Oh yeah, but we never. Not his current basement, but a basement that Joe lived at. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I should try Lord of the Rings one more time, because I, I I don't know. Because like I, I think, I don't know. For for the most part, I I like the the world of franchise or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as as far as fantasy goes, I've 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 I don't I've experienced other Lord of the Rings things. Like yeah, this is pretty interesting, but there's just something about the actual source material. I'm like. "Mm." I don't know. Well, the actual source material would be the the books. Yeah, but isn't at least like the extended editions aren't those a faithful adaptation of the book? I think for the most part, I've actually never read the books. I've read The Hobbit. Me neither. I don't know. I think they do a pretty good job, but they change some stuff. I'm sure. I mean, there's a people. There's a reason people also really like the movies, right? Well, the movies are just really, really good movies. Yeah. No, maybe I'll give those a chance. Who knows. I Maybe so. we'll do a little bit of a Lord of the Rings at some point. Ooh, that would probably be good. I bet we'd have a lot of people who want to be on that episode. Mm-hmm. Probably. I know, I know executive producer Joe Devine and Brendan would both like to be on it. Mm-hmm. So Maybe who we'll, knows? we'll get uh, somebody who doesn't really like it. We'll get Max to come talk. About it. <laughs> I mean, you already got me that's probably going to have a hard time. Yeah. 
I don't know. We'll figure it out. If we do that, then we have to do an anime episode. Okay. I, I, it's been on our list for a long time. Yeah, I know. I have not said no. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it all out at some point because uh, we're running out of ideas. I'm running out of ideas at least. Yeah. That's what guests and Joe are executive producer are for. That's true. Put them to work. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's been our three by threes. If you have any uh, thoughts about the movies that we have shared or have thoughts about movies that you would like to share, you can do so on Instagram and Twitter at NES underscore pod, or feel free to send us an email, nostalgiasystempodcast at gmail.com. Of course, you can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash NES underscore pod, famously my favorite website. Um, yeah. Paul, you want to plug anything? No. Okay. Uh, I will plug the, uh, the video game stuff Joe and I are doing. We played Metal Gear. We finished Metal Gear. You can watch the last stream we did uh, on YouTube. I don't know really how to get to it because we're in a situation <laughs> where if you... <laughs> it's, it turns out we didn't pick that good of a name. <laughs> You can't even remember it. Well, you can you can you can look you can look up preemptive attack on YouTube, filter by channel, and then try to find the one with our logo, which is a sword, and maybe you'll be able to find it. <laughs> I don't. It's very difficult because we don't have enough like subscribers or whatever to get like a custom URL. Mm. So maybe I just need to figure out a, a link. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But you can search for preemptive attack on YouTube and hopefully find it. And watch Joe and I play Metal Gear. We're going to start recording some audio stuff, stream some more. Yeah, that is what I'll plug. Um, other than that, thank you to Moonraker Music for for composing our theme song, Scanlines. You can find them on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music. That's Moon, R-A-Y-K-E-R. Paul, do we know what next week is? I forgot, I think. Oh. Is it the with Sanders? Are we going to try to do that? We can try. I don't remember. We can what try that topic to do. Is. We can try to do what was supposed to be this week, which is candy. Mm. And if not, something completely different. Fun. <laughs> All right, that's it. Bye, everyone. Bye. Nostalgia Entertainment System, brought to you by listeners like Joe.